Sounds good. And three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to another fine edition of Frankensteiner. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. Uh, Marty, um, still held up in captive. We have no idea where he is. And hopefully one day we'll pay the ransom and we'll get him get him back. But Nope, I'm a cheap bitch. <laughs> as you hear her, uh, my co-host <laughs> is here, uh, Miss Julie Jubaka. Hi, everybody. Still not paying his ransom. I'm a cheapo. No. <laughs> not happening. We y'all get go fund me that shit. Yeah. We'll start. We'll start the GoFundMe and the angel list, and uh, right. maybe, maybe we'll take some of the proceeds from uh, uh, get the KO, and we'll attempt to pay his ransom. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but oh. with that being said, we do have a three man booth today, as we have a special guest on air, the icon Chaz Evans. Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Oh. Hello. It is awesome to have you back on the air with us. Uh, I'm I'm so psyched to be back. Yeah, I'm glad because you know this is um, I don't, the last time we talked, we were both kind of well. I was obviously I was new, but uh, we relatively just we barely got to kind of like talk and stuff and kind of get to know like a lot about about what's going on. But now this is like what three months down the road and i feel like yeah we've been like a lot of wrestling shows together <laughs> we have we we honestly since that first podcast that uh we did we have done a lot of wrestling shows since then so it's like it's like we've been like you know kind of intertwined ever since then yeah it's it's no lie we've had um well we've had wcf and then yep. now we're attached to auw um, yep, yep, yep. You know, and I, it's fun, man. I, I have to say, like, working under both organizations, man, there's, like, there's perks to both sides. And it's definitely, like, for me, it's been a lot of fun because I've gotten, like, a lot of, like, mat time. And then I get to work with you on the side and then get to mm-hmm. learn, like, a lot about, like, the psychology of the matches as well as, like, how I'm going to develop my character. So first I right. just want to say uh, thank you for, like, helping. Oh, oh you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Julie, this video hasn't come out yet, but if you follow the icon on his uh, Instagram, he took a he took a Canadian destroyer. I did. Oh, oh. My goodness. I did. My oh. very first Canadian destroyer. Yep. <laughs> so, how fun was that? Funny story. It's not as bad as, as as you might think it is. You know that I've the fun thing that I've noticed with some moves when I did them, like because I only did a little bit back in the day before I got biffed on the head. Oh, there's a lot of moves that look way more devastating, but when you get them, you're like, oh, oh, okay. I see what you did there. Right. Yeah. I, I, the destroyer seemed like one of them. <laughs> yeah. Because the funny thing about it was when I called for it, I was just, it was in it was the heat of the moment because we didn't that wasn't originally planned. Oh, that's even it better. Was, it wasn't originally planned, and I was just in the moment. I was just like, "Hey, Canadian destroyer." He's like, "Okay, whatever." Because once you call for it, you don't never ask twice. You just do it. <laughs> right. You <laughs> are committed. You go for it, and I did it, and I was just like, "Oh!" And after I, I, I sold him, like that wasn't actually bad. Yeah, it was. I'm Hell not gonna yeah. lie. On my side, watching it first time, seeing it live, I was like, "Wow!" Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like and the funny, funny story. I did it, and it's funny. I guess you, you might call me crazy, but I did it. I did another Canadian destroyer this past weekend. We did a show for uh, these little kids, and I called for it again. And this is in a stiff ring, so it was like a brand new ring. The the boards are fresh. And it still wasn't that bad. And I was like, all right, you know what? I can take these all day, any day now. <laughs> That's yeah. great. So you guys actually, so WCF had their show at the same time. AUW had Uprising. So at, unfortunately, like, I had to go to AUW show because I had already committed to that. And then, like, yeah. when you came to me, I was like, oh, man, like, I I wish I could swing both shows. <laughs> yeah, because the thing was, it, um, it was a... Because when we first made that date for that show, 
AUW wasn't even a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, you know, have the Dave's core line, and I, you know, it was like at a, it was a last minute thing. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I need, I need some more people. I was like, let me see if Cliff can, if he, if he can make it, maybe possibly get him some time. But yeah, no, nah, it, it's all good. It, 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 we call it, it's, it's a house show, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if so, Julie. The fun thing too is that we are speaking to the first ever AUW Chesapeake champ. Hello, that's uh, uh, me. Oh. That is me, first ever. Can't nobody take that from me. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, that's the good thing is when you make the first. Because there's always there could be people after, but you were the first one. Exactly. That's I'm always the, that's always the a good first. Thing. Yeah, that's yep. always a good thing to be the first one to do it. I mean, it's cool when you try to like better even yourself after that, but certain things like that, there's certain moments where you can't do it. Again, and being the first one's one of them. So, yeah. good job, yo. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, who else would, could have been the first Chesapeake champion other than the icon? <laughs> I mean. I don't know. No, there, was no, there was no. <laughs> well, I knew the security guard couldn't do it either because he he's, no, he's not the icon. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. In due time. In due time, the, the boy going <laughs> to let loose and everybody going to find out. What it is though? Mm. Oh, well, well, everybody else can find out, but you still know Icon. <laughs> <laughs> well, so with the a, you know, WCF and AUW, we have to actually kind of move it over to the WWE side. You know, the great, great brand. Um, let's talk about Raw, right? Mm. So right off the jump, we had um, a pinfall count anywhere match, um, and let's be honest. Uh, Raw started with a bang. Oddly enough, we had a match. We didn't have a 20-minute promo. Um, Braun and Bobby going through the Titan Tron. Uh, I was just like, what the, what the fuck moment. <laughs> right. Yeah, yep, yep. Yo, and apparently that was a Paul Heyman call, which... That doesn't shock me at all. That does not shock yeah. me at all. It doesn't, yeah. Not at all. Yeah. The moment I fucking saw that, I went, the Heyman era is here. <laughs> Hamman is back. The ham is back. That's what we call him in our house. He's Paul Hamman or the Paulrus. So Paulrus. Yeah, Paul dude. Paul. <laughs> his full his full name in our house is Paulrus Hamman. So <laughs> yeah, dude. Th- th- when he went, uh, when uh, Brock Lesnar went against Taker, that's when uh, a good buddy, my friend, and I like how it started. Was he does he didn't watch much wrestling. He had t- taken a break. Came over for that WrestleMania. Out comes Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar and just blurts out, why is that man made out of ham? And I lost my shit. <laughs> so ever then, it's Paulus Ham Man. So there he goes, people. That's yours. That's yours now. Take that. Spread it to the masses. I am. I am. I'm You're welcome. Paulus is use... my favorite. <laughs> Paulus. That's so good. <laughs> so right afterwards, uh, we got the dream. Well, the attempted dream match, I would call it. I really want to see these two teams go at it, right? We did have the Viking Raiders versus the New Day. At least it started that way. And then obviously, you know, Samoa, Samoa Joe got involved. And then right. um, and then Kofi obviously came down. And they switched it from a, from a team to a six-man tag. Uh, but honestly, I got to say, like, this is a match that I can't. I When they really want to invest time and put something into this, this match is going to be fire. Like, I just cannot wait to see what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Anytime, anything with the New Day, when, like, when, you, when they get, like, they're serious, mm-hmm. they, can, they, they can put on, honestly, clinics. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the funniest thing about New Day is so many people don't take them serious because they are not serious 95% of the time up until they need to be it. And then right. they're like, go, bam! You know, they put... Because they're also, like... The thing that's really frustrating, I mean, I'm glad now we've talked about before with the finally recognizing Kofi. All of them are good wrestlers in their own right, in their own way. So I think there's a lot of times where people go, oh, Kofi do day. And then all of a sudden they do some like crazy fucking move and they're like, oh, damn. Or like Xavier like takes a beating like you've never seen anybody take a beating because Xavier's really good about being like the best punching bag in wrestling. And 
Yeah, so no, I totally agree. The New Day will put on clinics and show people like, hey, by the way, we're really good at this thing called wrestling. Right, we, 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 we can dance, twerk, and throw pancakes all we want, but we still can, you know, out-wrestle half the roster. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, I love their faction. Like, I think, you know, even when they all started, I remember when um when Xavier showed up in a white suit with that red tie. Oh, my I was, God. Oh, we're not going to. No, oh, you like I hated it. I oh hated it. Oh my god, early, super early New Day was I the hate funniest it. shit. I remember being like, what are you doing? And then once they started embracing the booty and being weird, and I was like, okay, alright. I'll be honest. Now, yeah, now, now you got something that I can sign on. That's why now there's like my in my in my uh, my room, there's like a shit ton of uh, New Day uh, like Cup Funko Pops and figures and shit like that because oh, oh, god damn. God damn it. They're well, good honest, as a team, though, too. For... They're good as a team, though, because their communication, too, as wrestlers. Oh, yeah. They communicate well as wrestlers together, and that's why they're full... the clinic could happen because they are they know how to say when they need to go. Yeah, and then they're all, they're all they're good friends. Like they're, like, they're legit best friends outside of, you know, the ring. And that, yeah. always, and that always, once you, you know, when you're in there with your, uh, with your uh, best friends, I can, that, from experience, you put, you put on magic. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's it's one hundred percent true, and it's funny too because like, I I remember watching Austin when he was in, uh, Impact TNA, W G W F whatever it was at that time, um, I remember when he was there and like you know Austin Creed was was the man. We were all just watching him and it was just like magic was happening in front of us, and then when he crossed over, um, and became Xavier Woods, like I think a lot of people were just like, nah, I'm not really sold on him. And like he had like the dumb like the dumb black pants with like the silver gloves and stuff, and everybody was like, "I'm not, I'm not into him." And I was still like, "Yo, I know what this guy can do." And then finally, when him and Kofi and Big E had that conversation, and he was like, pretty much letting them know, like, "Hey, no, we got to draw a line. We got to get together. We can make this happen." And they went away for a little bit, and they started coming those cutting those like church promos. I was like, "I'm on board with this because this shit's gonna be awesome." And they turned heel, and I was like. Yes, get them! Because <laughs> I was like, this team's gonna be ridiculously awesome. And then they, then when they right. turned back, I was like, their face. Everybody was cheering them on. Like, I don't know anybody. Because remember, at that time, like Kofi Kingston was like, and he was bulletproof. Like nobody was gonna boo that man for anything. And somehow Xavier Woods got people to boo Kofi Kingston, which was amazing. And then. They flip back to face and like look at them. They've just been running shit since, right? So aside from our festive love of the new day, um, we got another Shane promo. We'll just skip over that because nobody cares. Uh, Undertaker, <laughs> Undertaker came. Like, all right, cool. That's it. Is what it is. Undertaker spat some words, and it was it was. So, <sighs> we're gonna talk about this about the SmackDown side. We're gonna talk about this, but there was something that was brought up that I. I couldn't stand, so we'll talk about when we get there. Uh, Lacey Evans defeated Natalia again. Um, cool. Uh, and then the ridiculousness of the two out of three fall rule that's been going on so they can work around commercials. As always, uh, Miz de- de- uh, defeated Elias. Cool. And Let this me is... tell you a story about how that's fucking dumb! Yeah, it's probably going to be a short one because it is. That's just what it is. Um, but this is what I want to get your get your opinion on, your guys' opinion. So not only was Seth Rollins and Becky in a match against Mike and Maria Kanellis, but we had some information that came out about Maria. Very interesting. Oh like, um, how did you guys feel about the promo? Is that ambulance for me? Yeah. That's for me because I'm about ready to have a heart attack. So, how do you guys feel about um, the prom, uh, like the interactions? Right, obviously Maria yelling out that she's pregnant. So then Becky like didn't hit her. Becky tapped out uh, Mike, I'll, and then like everything after that. I'll I'll do the two sides of this. First side from a business aspect, I'm gonna give Maria all the kudos in the world for waiting till after the ink dried on that contract to drop to the motherfucker she was pregnant. That's facts. You want to make sure money that you got. You want to make sure you got your money's tied up. She did exactly that. She was like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'm not fucking telling anybody until I know my husband has the secure funds. True. Hello. 
No, I agree with that. I have that, to agree with that. That was, as a business move, that was smart because she That's knew she wasn't going to be able to get in there and she knew where, where is she going to go? Even like say, yeah, if they don't, even if they don't put them on the, on the main, any of the rosters, they just keep them backstage the entire, the entire time. They're at least still getting a paycheck, you know, because WWE will at least attempt to give them something, you know, um, on the other side of that, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know if Paul had a if if, if the ham man had a, and had a say in this I I have to have a word with him because what like that was weird it was weird to me like like I'm I you already know my feelings about shoving Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins down her throat I'm getting a little tired of it like I'm like oh are they together are they dating have they seen each other naked possibly I mean, unfortunately, half the world saw Seth naked because his fucking ex-fiance when he cheated on her. But, like, yo, I get it. Shove him down her throat. But I don't understand the weird, I'm pregnant! Like, it was annoying, if that makes sense. I, I was just annoyed by the situation more so than anything. And I don't want to be annoyed by my wrestling. What you got, Chaz? I... I, I, I hit and miss with it. I, I liked it for the unpredictability because I didn't expect that. Like that was like it, it was a it was like a curveball thrown at me, so I wasn't expecting it. And then on the other end, it was kind of like, eh, like it was kind of <laughs> weird. Yeah. So <laughs> like it was just like so cause I remember when I, when I, cause I watched it, I was like, huh, okay. Like, where, like, what? You know, kind of that left me on a loop here because I was like, where are we going with it? Yeah, that's exactly how I felt with that. That's why I said I felt annoyed. I think I was more annoyed because of that questioning of like, what are we doing? Was, right. Like, are we saying cool Becky's the, the father? Fact. Is that what we're doing? Are we going super <laughs> WWF? Are we going 1997, 19, you know, like, are we, we going that where somehow Becky's now the father and she's going to give birth to a hand? Did you right. see her tweet? Uh, uh, well, who's tweet? Because there's two she's in this one. Becky, Becky? yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think so. It was Zelina. Zelina Vega had said something, and then uh, I think Maria responded or something like that. But then eventually Becky just tweeted back. Uh, last time I tried that, I got myself. I almost got myself pregnant. <laughs> I was like, nice, nice. Becky. That's hilarious. Wild wow, that shit. But it was cool. It was cool to see Mike and Maria on Raw, though. It like, was. Yeah, it was nice to see them somewhere other than, you know, the same. Two, yeah, 205 Live. I mean, yeah. I and think, like I said, take my annoyance out of it. Again, much props to Maria. That was the smartest fucking business move. I don't know if it was her idea, Mike's idea, or both thals. Whoever came up with it, kudos. If you have, if I ever seen you, I'm going to buy you a drink when you're not having a baby in your belly. Because, damn, that was smart. So I think... Part of it too, like I'm 100% grants. Like that's the smartest move. Like Fucking that's smart that's an ultimate checkmate man. move right there. That's like that, that's a security check, like a motherfucker. Oh and yeah. I, and I think on the other side though, it was like you're trying to write off, like because Maria said that she's gonna work until like obviously doctors tell us she can't travel anymore. So there'll be right. that going on. I think what it is too is that it's kind of their way of like writing off Mike, like after Maria has like the baby because then he'll probably have like uh-huh. they'll say he had some nervous breakdown or something and he just went away right so it is the that's what i kind of yeah. think is gonna happen because they you know the one thing about i'll give credit to the wwe about this like recently they've been trying to do like the a whole family concept with like we're gonna keep couples together and people who are engaged and husbands and wives are gonna stay together so they can make it like so they can make wwe more presentable for other wrestlers to come but um I, yeah, I kind of like it's it's good. I mean, obviously, let's not make uh, a saint out of sinners, right? We we already know the history of the WB and how bad it was to its own people. Um, but it's good to see that they're trying to at least like make some kind of amends because they could have straight trashed Maria and um, and Mike, and we've seen it happen where like someone gets pregnant or someone their their image changes a little bit, and then we get something like Piggy James. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. It's so disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but a lot, I mean, let's, it's not the WWE we're talking about. It's Vince McMahon. Let's be real. Vince McMahon's a prick. Anytime anybody, that's, he's the one that comes up with this shit. 
He's the one that says the fucking rude ass comments. He's, I mean, if they're gonna do it, he's gonna be the one that somehow right puts in some jackass comment about Maria being pregnant. You know, that's why I always giggle about everybody, everybody being really excited about Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. Like, yeah, I'm all excited. I'm like, y'all do realize Vixus Man still has the final say. You know what? You know what I just, see is gonna happen. Just, just, just point out fucking facts. If Vince goes crazy, he'll fire them all. He'll give fuck. You know, you know, I see something funny that's gonna happen is that somehow this whole angle is gonna turn that Vince McMahon is gonna be the father of Maria's baby. Bro, I'm gonna tell you right now um, that that will be the day where I'm gonna have to like have to go through some crisis <laughs> about me quitting WWE because like <laughs> no, I, I think at that point I'm just fucking done. I'm gonna be like, that's it. I'm not, I'm done. I'm going just strictly indies and strictly everything other than WWE. I can't touch this fucking product no more. <laughs> okay. Listen, I for again, I'm gonna bring up the hand birth again because this is, this is important to me because God damn it, I forgave these people for having a. Old woman give birth to a fucking plastic hand. Okay? I forgave that. I'm still here. Okay? All right? <laughs> I think I'm in the limit about the craziness in pregnancy. Hey, Damn whatever, it. okay? If that they, hand if grew up. Been, yeah, well, okay, whatever. Regardless, <laughs> if Vince McMahon ends up being the father of Maria's kid, I'm done. I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> someone's going to send this and make Vince is going to hear it and be like, that's, the, that's some good shit. <laughs> that's, that's some good shit. <laughs> that's some good shit. All right, so my next segment, I'm going to be honest, is probably my favorite segment of the night. Not my favorite. Obviously, it's just my favorite segment. Uh, But the NXT Tag Champs, the Street Profits, were on Raw. And uh, can't say I wasn't mad. I was like, I was very excited to see them on. Chaz, how'd you feel about it? I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, okay, random random NXT call-ups. I like it. Um, I, I'm I'm excited. Like I like I like the Street Profits uh, in NXT. I was uh, super stoked when they won the titles. They were my pick to win the titles at uh, Takeover. So I'm just I'm really excited to see what they're going to do. And they were they're hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I just get worried. I saw them. I'm like, oh, are they the street experience now or some shit? Oh, so shit. <laughs> I just I'm just saying I'm I'm a little worried. I loved fucking sanity, and they destroyed that song, bitch. Fucking experience. I'm so confused about what their name is going to be next week. So I'm just the root. I, I hope they leave leave them alone. How they are, they are good as they are. So I'm like, that's my only concern. About other than that, like, I was happy to see them on there. But anytime so- I see anybody from NXT on on, on regular TV, I do get that like Vince McMahon worry, where I'm like. Oh, so the next couple segments we're gonna just skim over, right? Uh, yeah. Carmella beat Alexa Bliss. Nikki Cross beats Carmella. Um, cool. Uh, all of this is my favorite segment that we'll have to stop and talk about. Uh, Drake Maverick uh, lot, uh, won. He won the twenty four seven title uh, right before his honeymoon, which they had been teasing like all night. Uh, he beat our truth, hit him in the back of the head with his luggage, and uh, they ran off. And like now, all over his Instagram, he's been blasting the belt talking about how great it is and how it looks on him and it's i'm not gonna lie it's one of my favorite things on raw oh it is he's he's, he's gonna lose it tonight <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, totally, yeah. I totally see it coming yeah that's gonna be a dumb way too well apparently they filmed two different sides to the wedding situation right and one of those mm. situations was that our truth was dressed in all red in a red wedding dress with a red veil and then pinned um, Drake Maverick. And instead they went with the aisle where he's like walking down the aisle or walking back down the aisle. And then he got pinned randomly. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I would have loved to see the wedding dress one. Cause I think that shit would have been hilarious. Yeah. It'd have been funny, but unfortunately I think people would have been a bit. Whatever. They can, they can be considering. No, I'm just saying that's probably. I'm just saying that's probably why they went with the uh, aisle. It's. <laughs> I mean, I would have got offended. I would if if anybody's gonna get offended. He he got pinned on his wedding day. It's his wedding day. He got pinned on it. I felt bad for him. He went through a deep depression, okay, and then got out of it as soon as he won the belt. So, shout outs to Drake. He did a great job. 
Um, then we're gonna talk about the great main event that happened. Um, and I I gotta give credit to to WWE for pulling this trigger. AJ Styles versus Ricochet. This would have been the second matchup, but this was actually for the U.S. title. Um, and I you know the week before they went, the, uh, AJ Styles won. This time, uh, Ricochet ends up winning. Uh, it was a great match. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, but what was even better was that AJ Styles, the club reunite, and they beat up Ricochet. So 2016, we got beat up John Cena, and 2019, we get beat up Ricochet. So I'm on board. I love watching, I love seeing uh, AJ Styles and Ricochet battle it out. Um, they put on a great match, and then getting the heel turn was even better. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah. So something I was gonna bring up, right? We're gonna go right into SmackDown. Um, this is gonna be straight and exact. But something that happened on Raw, right, was that Drew McIntyre was in a ring when the Undertaker was coming out, and he was like refusing to get out of the ring so much that I don't know. Did you guys happen to see that Drew like hit the Undertaker salute like on in the center of the ring, like waiting for Undertaker to appear? And then, like, the camera, like, quickly uh. panned off of him and went back up the set. And then when they came back, you saw Shane, like, pushing uh, Drew, like, out of the ring. And um, But they brought it up in a segment on uh, – they brought it up on the Miz, on Miz TV. They brought it up on a segment, and um, they were like, yeah, it looked like you guys were running. I was like, well, if, if you if show clips like you're showing – it still shows that Drew McIntyre was like, no, get your hands off me. I'm trying to fight The Undertaker. And instead, right. they just kept poking at him like, oh, yeah, you guys ran. You guys ran. I was like, that really kills me because Drew McIntyre is supposed to be like the Scottish psychopath and he's supposed to be like this right. killer. But you really damaged his credibility because by having Shane push him out, it just made him look like a chump. Yep. WWE is really good about doing that. They will fucking weaken somebody real quick out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. And and it comes out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere. Yeah, I was a uh, I wasn't I wasn't happy with it. I was like, "Dang, man, cuz it's like Drew and I know Undertaker wants to run this promo apparently or this the set of matches that will eventually lead to WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre. So I'm hyped about that one-on-one match that's going to happen with Drew and Taker, but I was just pissed cuz I was like, "Yo, like if if you were gonna push him out of the ring, why even have him in the segment? Like, just leave him in the back, and right. then he can like, whatever. He uh, can do whatever. I'll, but I was I was straight up honest. I'm not excited for the one on one match because I'm just really tired of seeing Tiger come back. I'm just like, dude, please. I love him, and and, and this isn't saying like he's bad. It's brah, set go off into the sunset. I I am so thankful for the career that you've had. I'm thankful for the years that you have done all of service. In the wrestling ring for me, but you're there's a time and place, and he's just looking like it's kicking his ass. I, I know everyone's like, oh, he looks great after DDP yoga. I'm sorry, that fucking Goldberg match did not prove to me that anybody was looking amazing. I'm sorry, it didn't. I they looked good for what they're doing, but I don't. Why are we gonna keep doing it? Why are we gonna keep dragging these things out? I wish they would have put Drew McIntyre against him a couple years ago. Like Drew McIntyre now, because I do agree with watching the one on, but I'm just I'm getting tired of seeing them drag out Undertaker every once in a while when Vince needs money. That's yeah. what it just seems like they do. They just bring him out when he needs cash. I mean, I agree to disagree because I feel like I like seeing him. I still like seeing him. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I hate seeing the Undertaker. It's just also at the same time I'm just like, ah. Uh, but you know what? Like, go money. back and Chaz, you can agree with me, you can disagree with me on this one. But if we watch the and I get this was a couple of years ago, but Rusev versus Undertaker, like that match was phenomenal. And it's because he's working with a younger guy who's a little bit more athletic. And then also we got that Triple H match and that match was like meh. And then we got the tag team match of the 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 Brothers of Destruction versus um DX and that match was trash. And then obviously we had Goldberg incident, which I don't want I don't want to call it the Goldberg incident. We just Obviously, we got what we got with that Goldberg uh, taker. Right, and but that's but that's job. my point though is like they're when they do bring him out, like okay, so yeah, he might have had a decent match against Triple H, but I'm sick of fucking tired of seeing Triple H too. Like I, I get t- and I'm tired of seeing Shane McMahon. Like whether or not they're doing a great job, I just I'm tired of opportunities not going to people that are not 
the same people over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. You know what I mean? Like they I weren't head, they weren't headlining, you know. Yeah, like it, right? like get, like don't get me wrong. I love fucking Sting. I, Steve Borden's like my like a personal god to me, but like I would get tired if they brought, drug him out. Like thank God that he never because of being injured and stuff, they only did that little bit. But if they kept dragging him out a lot, it would get annoying to me. Because it's not that I don't appreciate and I don't say they do a good job when they're there. I'm just like, what about all this? What about like we say, uh, like we've said on other things too. What about all of this, uh, all of these other people on this roster that you have? Right. What are they gonna do? Why are they not being utilized? What do you like? Think, I'm thankful Chess? for the, what they do. I think what it is is that Vince has got it. You know, he's he's got to. You ultimately remember that WWE is a business, and right now WWE, you know, despite you know wrestling wise. They are doing their best business. Yeah. They are, Vince is making a shit ton of money. So it, it, it comes down to if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And so, and you know, I think now with, you know, with them putting Paul and Bischoff at the helm of Raw and SmackDown, Vince probably, he sees that it's, it's, it's war. He's in war mode now. Because yeah. He, he knows that you know AUW, A, mm, sorry, AEW uh, is really going to you know, you know it's going it's going to give them a run for their money because of the simple fact that they don't have that teenage demographic. Yeah, WWE doesn't have that teenage demographic, and it's going to bite them in the ass. And that's why they that's why they need it. And I think that's the reason why you know we still get Triple H and Undertaker and mm-hmm. and Shane O'Maggins because. You know the the system hasn't it hasn't failed them yet. Yeah, and it's like you know it was Vince, you know, and Vince being the top company in the world, no one's close enough to touch him. Yeah, e- even AEW is, is still even after you know what they have two shows, they're still not close to touch him yet. Oh, and they're not going to be for a while, even when they're on. It's right. Not, I mean, you got to look at it that they're going to have to be out for like a year or two on the show regular on TV regularly for them to try to gain unless somehow they pull out some shit the first year where they're pulling some crazy ass fucking numbers. Like right. I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to describe that. Like, I understand what you mean about like, if it's not broke, don't fix it, but it gets stale. That's it what does. It is. And it does. It That's does. my You're problem. Absolutely- and I'm, I'm, I'm glad. And I agree that he's getting smart with adding Eric and Heyman, but I get, I do again, worried. I just get worried about Vince getting pissy and being like, well, that's not how I want it. That's not good shit. You're gone. It's, it's good shit. It's it's good. Not, this is good shit. You know, so I yeah. it, it, I get drinking them out. And like I said, it's not that I don't enjoy their performances when they're out. It's, it's why I'm, I think that's why I'm more excited about AEW than anything because they it's new. are, it's, it's, new. it's new and they want to stay fresh and they're right. keeping their, the, the whole, um, trying to keep their wrestlers going and and giving them breaks when needed and you know they're they're doing it smarter not harder like vince tries to do vince will have people work their ass off so, so. moving in moving into the next section right we had uh daniel bryan defeat big e uh nikki cross uh lost to bailey uh kofi kingston and samoja had their face off oh yeah I said I felt bad about the the Nikki Cross. Yeah, that's why I kept moving past it because it was trash. The match was yeah. decent. I'll put it that way, but it whatever. was. It, it could have been better. It could have been. Better. Yeah. I. Mm. But Kofi Kingston, Smojo, face to face talking. Shake my hand if you don't want me to talk bad about your family. And Kofi Kingston said, "Fuck you, buddy," with his middle finger. Okay. <laughs> Is it? Am I the only one? I just have a really weird and a bad feeling that Joe's gonna be the one to take the belt from Kofi. The following is a paid sponsorship. Let's take a minute to talk about Podcoin. You love podcasts. You listen to podcasts. You're listening to your favorite podcast right now. So why not get paid for listening to podcasts? Podcoin available on the iTunes and Android marketplace. Is a simple app. Download it, subscribe to your favorite podcast, subscribe to this podcast, in fact, and get paid for listening. If you download Podcoin right now, 
and use the code FRANKEN, you will get 300 free Podcoids just for signing up. And you can use those for Starbucks, you can use them for Amazon, or you can use them for charity. Now you accrue Podcoins virtually from any podcast you listen to. So go ahead, go download Podcoin, earn some coins, subscribe to Frank and Culture, and get paid! Yeah, probably. I, I don't. I just, got, I, I got. I just got that feeling. If anybody, you know, someone's going to rain on the parade of Kofi Kingston being WWE champion. If it's not going to be Brock, which I hope it's not. It's, I'll be. It's go- I'll be fine if it's Samoa. Yeah, I would, like I, I would. He he doesn't make me like feel a type of way. Right. <laughs> like, if someone's like, oh, Baron Corbin's the champion, I'm like, I will set your house on fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you say Samoa Joe, I'm like, eh, okay. You know? I go, eh, Kobe was a good champ. You know? Yeah, like, it, got- it doesn't make me want to, like, burn laser eyeballs if I'm like, oh, by the way, R-Truth is the champ for some fucking... However, that would be fucking hilarious and great if R-Truth randomly became the champ out of nowhere. Like, the, the WWE... <laughs> <laughs> goes from twenty four seven to WWE. That would be that would that be hilarious. Well, from my understanding, right, and I know a lot of people had reported this, like Ryan Satin as well as like you know Dave, uh, also that the rumor was that Kofi, Kofi was going to drop the title to Shane McMahon at SummerSlam. So I don't know. Oh, if that's still I heard I heard that too. I heard that too. I heard that too, and then I, I read it. You know, when Bischoff got hired, he totally said like that's not happening. I hope they push that hard out the fucking minds of whoever came up with it. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, she was hope. supposed to win it, but then when Bischoff came in, like his very first day, he was just like, "Yeah, no, that's we're not doing that." And he was he he yeah. I hope so. That would make sense that Bischoff would do that too. Well, I need Bischoff to catch up on a uh, wrestling because apparently he um. They, because they brought him in, and they knew that he wasn't gonna have as much wrestling knowledge. But I guess like the big fear in the WWE is that he doesn't have as much knowledge as they were kind of hoping for, and so like trying to spin him up quickly on the product. So hopefully we'll get, you know, we'll get everything together and and we'll fire it off. Um, right. Our next segment, we'll talk about it. Sorry, our next segment is uh, Andrade defeats Apollo Cruz with the help of Zelina. Zelina Vega, which I was cool with. I'm not going to lie. Um, Amber Moon uh, defeated Mandy Rose, which was kind of weird because she beat one half of Fire and Desire and lost to the other one. Uh, Heavy Machinery right. uh, defeated Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. Kevin Owens turned face. Um, oh, it wasn't Ms. TV. It was Kevin, the KO show. That's where uh, the call-out happened. Yeah, so. that's right, because it was Kevin Owens that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I knew I said that wrong, and I was thinking about it, and then I realized why it came out wrong. Um, but yeah, SmackDown, uh, not want to say it was a lackluster show, but it kind of lacked a lot of things. Um, but that's okay, because I know like, they're going to be, after, after Extreme Rules, there's going to be a lot more movement, and we're going to start seeing a lot of stuff happen for that. Um, yeah. So last week we talked about it, um, the heel turn for uh, Io Shirai on NXT. Um, massive. I was dumbfounded by it. And it's, not, it's something I never knew I wanted. And now that I got it, I'm like, this is going to be the most, this is going to be the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, right. So we started off uh, NXT with. Maya Yim defeating Al- uh, Aaliyah, which woo, woo. yeah, <laughs> I love Maya Yim, dude. She's I do so too. Fly. I do too. I do her. I, I she needs to. She's the one. She, I she needs to be Shayna for the title. Yes. Oh, does. I agree. That's 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 my pick, and if I, I won't settle for anything less, <laughs> um, I'll write a nice letter and or email to them if if that doesn't happen. But yeah. <laughs> so NXT uh gave a tag match to the lost uh, I'm sorry, uh Forgotten Sons um against uh the Street Profits. Um that was mm. that was cool. It was what it was. 
Um, I have to say this is my favorite. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano's hometown getting raided by Adam Cole and him bringing in all the pizzas uh. and like telling all those guys, I know you guys think you're going to be champion, but you're not. It's stupid. Just stop. Just go home, have a piece of pizza and, you know. Think about it, how you're not going to be champion. Just stop wrestling now. I was like, yo, this is this is like 100%. Perfect heel work. Perfect heel work. Yeah. Perfect. It was. <laughs> Adam Cole, is he like he makes me want to hate him. But because what he said, I'm like, you're just too cool to hate, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Next thing we had, uh, Koshida defeated Jeff Parker. Cool. Hoverboard lock. Um, and then we got, so we got, uh, the next round of the breakout tournament, which was, uh, Cameron Grimm's defeating Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, I have to say like, Swerve is the man. I'm just going to put it out there. And, uh, yeah, he's, uh, even though he lost the match, I felt like he sold really well, but he got the... He got the the crowd like really hyped into everything, so I was definitely hyped to see that. Uh, Bianca Belair defeated Priscilla. Um, cool, is what it is. They talked about uh, Riddle talked about his match, and then we got the hardest slapper in the world, Roddick Strong uh, versus Tyler Breeze, and uh, that was an amazing match as well. So I have to yeah. WWE like NXT always consistently pulls off like great product with all of their roster whereas it does not translate to Raw and SmackDown for some reason yet. Yet. I'll put it out there. Yeah. The best, the, the, the best way to look at it, the best way to really look at it is as this. NXT is a wrestling show and Raw and SmackDown are sports entertainment shows. Yep. Yeah, that's a good way. That's um, how I, I, when you look at it like else. that, you kind of understand, like you you know, you kind of see where you're getting it. And, uh, I heard someone also explain it like NXT is a wrestling show, and Ron SmackDown is a show about a wrestling show. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that. That's the other way I heard it explained. So, all right. So, with that being said, that kind of covers WWE TV, but we do have a big pay per view on Sunday. Call it a big pay per view. We'll call it B level pay per view. Extreme rules, yay! Is going on. So let's make up some. Let's do some predictions, okay? Um, so we'll start with uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the New Day and Heavy Heavy Machinery. Um, Julie, who do you got? Well, okay. Acknowledge that Alistair Black has a match as well because we, they just haven't. They haven't announced will. it. There's a bonus question uh, in there. Okay, cool. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking take out my Dutch brethren you fuck we will <clears throat> but you gotta pick your but Chaz give me your winner for the tag match alright I'm gonna go uh, I think the planet's champions I think they're gonna retain okay I was gonna say I'm going to planeteers as well Um, Julie who you got I feel like they're gonna go and just toss them on the new day again I don't but see like I don't think they need them I don't. I don't think they need them. I just feel like they're gonna do it again. Does that make sense? I'm not yeah. saying that it, it 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 is a good idea. I just have that feeling that they're gonna go. Oh, let's change titles again. So and then they're really all, good about doing it when it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then all yeah, all three new day members will have precisely. Then yeah. they can do like everybody has a title because now they can go into because then that sets them up like if they do it right that all of them have championship belts going into SummerSlam. I can see that. I can see so, that. So, like, it's kind of why I think New Day's going to get it. And so. they all lose them at SummerSlam. Something like that. <laughs> or, like, or or the tag team keeps it, but Kofi loses it, and it causes a riff, and Kofi goes separate. Because I know there's been rumors about Kofi going separate, um, which I don't think it's a good idea. And if it is, don't. Um, but I can see there's different ways to play with it at SummerSlam. So I think I- I'm going New Day. Right on. Uh, Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese, uh, 205. I'm going to be honest, I haven't kept up, but I'm going to go with Drew Gulak in this match. I got the same. Same. Bailey versus Alexa Bliss, and this is for the women's tag cha- uh, tag 
the women's belt, uh, SmackDown women's belt. I will be honest. I I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss wins this match. No, I totally agree, and I actually kind of feel like some fuckery with Cross is gonna happen. Yeah, I don't. I I I, I never uh, bet against Alexa Bliss. So if, Alexa Bliss, right? Also, <laughs> also because they're making her like get really insecure about not being good enough compared to Cross. I feel like Cross is gonna help her. She's gonna be cocky. Someone's gonna point out to Cross. The only reason why she's champion is because you helped her, and then that's gonna set up the feud for the two of them going into SummerSlam. Right. Yeah. Which isn't a bad story. If not, there you go, WWE. I gave you an idea. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> you can take it. I'm fine with it. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Kofi in this matchup. I'm going with Samoa Joe. I just got that feeling, that itch. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, who you got? I don't know. I feel like the Samoa. I think when we were talking earlier, Samoa Joe. I was staring at the two, and I was looking at the. I have the Wikipedia page up. And that's it should like, have been oh. me. Um, Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Duh. Taker and Roman probably. Yeah, I don't I was see take Taker. Taker Roman. Okay, yeah. I don't see them losing. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see them bringing Taker in just. Uh, and to and let's just acknowledge since it's no holds bars, Shane's gonna do something ridiculous just yep. because he can. True, because yeah, because Shane doesn't care about his family. I, I <laughs> promise you, <laughs> he is he, not. I swear to God, it feels like that every time he, he just, jumps off something. He jumps. Like, oh, he just does not care about his kids and how <laughs> they feel. Why? Because he. Because every time he does this outrageous crap, they're all sitting right there in the front yeah, row. Right. His wife, and then Linda's there to his mother. Right. Like, yeah, oh. I mean, I'm at home having an interview. I couldn't imagine just sitting right there watching my father or my husband being like, Oh, look at the What the shit? Is he alive? Like, I would have felt this. Like, I don't know how the hell. I do not know how the hell Mick's wife got through hell in the cell. <laughs> That's no. some shit. Yep. That's some shit. <laughs> I give you props because I'd have been like, he's dead. He's dead. I'm a widow. I'm a widow now. This sucks. What the fuck? <laughs> like, that's why I've been ringside like that. So our last match that we're going to really kind of, well, not our last, second last match we're going to predict. Main event of the night, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. I'm going to take Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans for the window. Oh. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. With Becky and Seth. Yeah, I don't see them um, get. <laughs> not not this one. Not Extreme Rules. It's not a big enough pay per view for them to both lose it. I can see them trying to run this match again, or they win because of some fuckery because of the couples or some shit like that. Well, someone helps someone win. Because with it being couples, they've set that part up. So, I don't know. I just don't feel like with the way they're advertising the fact that apparently, the, you know, maybe or maybe not Seth Rollins and Becky might be in a relationship. I don't know if you know that. Um, but I feel like they're not going to they're not gonna take that off of them right now. It's just It doesn't make sense at Extreme Rules. SummerSlam maybe, but not Extreme Rules. It's not the pay-per-view. It doesn't make sense for the pay-per-view. So it was revealed on WWE earlier today, and um, Alistair Black will have a match at Extreme Rules, uh, but his opponent will be revealed tomorrow. So since we're doing this today, who do you think will be that opponent, and then who do you think wins that match? I think it's Cesaro. Uh, yeah, I think it's Cesaro. Um, hold on. Well, I don't even know. If, well, no, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be Rusev. I don't know why. I feel like it's going to be Aleister Black versus Rusev because Rusev's been talking lately. Like, he's been kind of, oh, don't call me out on Twitter. I don't know why. We haven't seen him in a minute. He hasn't had to do a good match, and I think he would get a very good pop, you know, especially just be like, announce him. Not Lana. Take the Lana aspect out. Just, Rus you know. Focus on him, but for some reason I feel like it's going to be Rusev. 
But I don't feel like he's going to win. I feel like it's going to be Black. And I feel like we're seeing a major heel turn coming from him just being a prick for some reason. So we got I don't know why. Cesaro. We've got um, Rusev. Rusev. I'm taking Randy Orton, actually. Uh... And I think oh. and I think Alistair Black wins. Well, they were running house shows together, and they told yeah, them to take time off. Yeah, that's right. So that's right. I'm going to run that one. That's the way I'm going to go. Um, Yeah, that kind of ran that off. Still giving it the fucking Meg treatment. <laughs> I'm still giving it the Meg treatment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I don't like something, I give it the Meg treatment. <laughs> so yeah, aside from that, there is another big pay-per-view that's going to be happening um, on Saturday. Um, yeah. Which is probably the one that we're all excited about, especially coming off of Fighter Fest um, and the chair shot heard around the world. So let's get into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my god. So it was announced on Being the Elite that SoCal Uncensored will be going against the Lucha Bros um, um, in a tag team match. So Frankie and Scorpio Sky are going to be in the ring. Um, obviously, Christopher Daniels will be out. He'll be just kind of like watching. Um, yeah. So, who do you guys have in this matchup? <coughs> Pardon me one second. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm taking the Lucha Bros. Yeah, same, same. Um, I, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if SoCal wins, but I feel like Lucha Bros, it wouldn't make sense for them with the momentum they have for them to lose right now against SoCal. Right. Um, moving up, uh, I think this is probably going to be my favorite match of the night. Yo, right. I know there's other matches on this card, but this has to be my favorite match. I can't, I can't fucking wait for this match. Jimmy Havoc versus Dar, uh, Jimmy Havoc, Dar- Darby Allen, and Joey Janela versus MJF, Sammy Guevara, and Sean yep. Spears. I gotta yep, be honest. Yep. I'm going with Darby Allen and Joey Janela and uh, Jimmy Havoc in this match. <sighs> I really, yeah, I have. I have Team Douchebag. Oh, are you kidding me? I feel like MJF <laughs> and Spears. And, yeah, that's whatever. They're all assholes, and I love it. Like, I feel like Team Douchebag didn't do it. Same. Like, I Same. feel like I feel like Havoc, Allen, and Janelle are going to get really, really close to winning, but the heels are going to pull it off. I feel like they're going to be the ones that win. I just, Especially when you, it, it wouldn't make sense right now to have Sean uh, Sean Spears looking weak going into a feud with Cody. Yeah, but I think Sammy's going to be the one to take the fall, and MJF and Spears are going to battle. If like, if they outside. Ha- yeah if they if they have him lose if they have the heels lose that makes sense yeah. it makes sense that Sammy's the one that takes the fall but for some reason I feel like they're not going to have MJF and Sean Spears looking weak going into the next couple pay-per-views. I don't know why. The way they've just been building him. Hey. Like the chair shot, the chair shot alone. Like I can't see them doing that big of a chair shot. The stuff like hashtag 10 staples and shit like that. I can't see him doing that and then being like, oh, I'm going to lose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know why I feel like they might pull it off just to make you excited about seeing what that matchup will be. Yeah. If they don't have it where Sammy is the one that gets pinned. Because that makes the most sense if when you put it that way. Alright, so our next match that we have up. Chaz, give me your prediction. Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. Um, I'm going to go with Adam Page only because the fact is that they're gonna, they have, they gotta make Hangman look strong coming into All Out when he faces, you know, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's a, hang, it's a Hangman page like by a long year. Yeah, Hangman. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I've got the Hangman. If Hangman, if Hangman loot because the Jerk, that's the, I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll nope. throw that out there. That's, that's where the I was. Way. That's, that's exactly. The only way. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, I've got Paige. If he loses, it's with Jericho. It's because he got Jericho'd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that Judas elbow. <laughs> yeah, some shit. That some elbow shit is vicious. Is. I is, love it. It's vicious. Um, <laughs> so we have the Young Bucks going against, I don't, I don't need a friend. 
and I don't need a partner. Dude. I just need my brother. And did you see the did you see the the young bucks doing that? Oh, they do it all the time. Like I well, don't the, no, even the, die the, about the, it. The one when the the, uh, the one that they did, I one of the road to whatever whatever behind um, Yeah, the fighter fest. Yeah, the the one where they're in the bathroom. Yes. And they've got the blood. Oh my god, fucking these fools. I just I love it. So I love it. On on uh being the elite, they were taking fan questions. And one of the fans asked Matt Jackson, why did he keep making fun of the roads? Yo, how about Nick did that speech again, right? And he goes, I just need my brother to call us a fucking Uber so we can get out of this place. Yo, I was dying. That's great. <laughs> he's like, That's great. I just called Uber, okay? We got an ETA. He's coming. He's like, yeah, glad that it took that long. <laughs> right but yes so i'll be honest i have to go with the young bucks in this matchup yeah i agree i i know i mean as much as like yeah cody has the sway and stuff he's also not one above losing a match so i feel like they do a great storyline but i feel like the young bucks are gonna pull off right. i'm going with the rose boys <laughs> i would like it if they did though that'd be cool I'm fine with either one. I'm just happy to be here and watch it. <laughs> right? But yeah, you can never go wrong with the sons of a plumber. Right. Yeah, you can't. Oh, it would be it would be really awesome for Dusty if they did that. So we have uh Kenny Omega versus Shima. And I'll be honest, I, I'm going with Kenny Omega in this one. Oh, yeah, that's what I had. I'm going with uh uh it depends if John Mox if John Mox is gonna be there, then I think yeah, Kenny's winning and they're just gonna brawl again. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I think Kenny's winning. I think Kenny's winning. yeah. And then our last match, um, Ali versus Brandy Rhodes, and I think I'm gonna go with Brandy because it's her debut match, um, on the show. It would just make sense for her to win. Right. I actually originally had Allie, but I switched it after watching. Uh, I'm not, I don't know why, but um, I was more for Allie, not because of wrestling. I just was getting annoyed with Brandy, the character. But the latest behind the scenes shit that she did, where she broke down and kind of talked about her background in figure skating and like all the reason why I'm a bitch is it's a front and stuff like that. That made me cool to her little kind of. CEO bullshit because it's one of the things that frustrates the fuck out of me about Stephanie. Um, so I kind of want Brandy to win now. Okay. I got Allie. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, just, gonna, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I just think, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, you know, if they need to focus on, you know, the, oh, the, yeah. The talent more when you know than Put, you know, putting Brand- putting over the women, that would yeah. make sense. Yeah, and then you know with Brandy's there, you know, ultimately Brandy's there, uh, and you know their answer to Stephanie McMahon. So, right, as long so, as she's not as she's not like Stephanie, because right. So I, I I'm a, I'm a go, I'm going with Allie. Right, not bad. No, that makes sense. All right, well, with that being said, that kind of wraps up, like, everything for this episode. So, Chaz, why don't you um, let them know where the fans can find you? All righty. You can find me on everything, all social media. It is the icon underscore Chaz. That's Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snap. No, no, my Snapchat. What is my Snapchat? That's I don't even know. what. The, I, don't even, I don't even know my Snapchat, but I don't even get on it, so don't even follow me on that. But, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. Instagram, the icon underscore Chaz, Twitter. Uh, keep up with me, all my uh, wrestling shenanigans. Yeah, buddy. We're going to find you this weekend, actually, at, oh, not this weekend, next weekend, right, at the AUW Uprising. Oh, yeah. You? Oh, yes. No, uh, no, that's like, for, no, uh, that's uh, Trial by Fire. Trial by show. Fire, yeah. Yeah, that's the 20th. Yeah, yeah, I'm defending my uh, Chesapeake champion against uh, two bozos that don't, uh, can't even lace my boots. But yeah. <laughs> and then uh, gotta Julian. throw that gotta, gotta gotta throw the heel you know that heel and I am a heel and gotta throw it out there. 
you're mm. you're much a heel. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, why don't you give them your shout outs? Uh, as per usual, add a little less Chewbacca on the gram, little less Chewbacca on Twitter. Please still continue to talk shit this up. Rollins, because this war's not over. I will be banned by the time I eat. <laughs> I'm on a slow. I'm on a slow war against Seth Rollins. I don't know why I chose him. No, I know why. His Twitter game pissed me off. This whole feud that he had. So that's why. I, he, I don't care. It was a weak apology too. <laughs> I'll be better. Fuck you. Be like you should have been like. I'm sorry. My we my tweets were weak. I won't do that again. I should take lessons from my girlfriend. I'm sorry, but it didn't happen. Uh, but it was. I, yeah. So I'm still on that. I'm still gonna do it. Just because now, now it's going to be funny. Well, you can find me on your favorite social media platforms at CM underscore Miller 85. So Twitter, Snapchat, Reddit, Discord, whatever. You guys find it. You guys find me talk to me. Farmers only. Yep. Christian Mingles. All that fun stuff. Farmers only, like we say. And then um, you guys can also find me on, right, as well as here on Frankensteiner. You guys can find me on Get the KO as well as Nerds at the Roundtable. Uh, so you guys go look those podcasts up, follow them, give them likes, share them with your friends, talk about how great they are because they are amazing. Um, and we will see you next time.